When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. I like that guy, Josh Fox. Good guy. He cool. He cool. He cool. All right, what, uh, 946. The show's almost over. People get so upset because we're gone until Monday at 6. So. They do a best-of show, I think, on the weekend, which gets like a 13 or yeah, 14. Yeah, it's a top-rated show on the weekend. Not even close. Like, not even close. Like a 14. People just want to hear you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just me. Oh, okay. I mean, it is, but I have to say it to sound like a dick. Like Elvis Duran, he's like, well, you know, right. without Gandhi and uh, Gandhi and yeah. Danielle and, I mean, without Noam and uh, Filippi and... You and yep. Lewis, the show would not be um, would not be bad. I'm not going on a hunger strike anytime soon, like Gandhi is. So <laughs> it's not the same Gandhi, oh, you moron. Oh, damn it! Okay, God, not Mahatma Gandhi. Oh, that's who I thought you meant. Gandhi, <laughs> <laughs> you're funny. What? Lewis had a particularly great week. I gotta say, not that <laughs> yeah. you are not great. I told you, Justin, you've matured. You say it more than us. I, I can't believe what a good producer you've become. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. Yeah, because I really thought you sucked for a while. There. <laughs> yeah. Norm's always been the best business, uh, newsman in New York. He, he's a guy's great at his job. He's just great. Whether he's doing serious news or Norm's nuggets, he's great. He's great. But Lewis, if I was gonna have sex with a man again, and it was only once, and it was with me. Oh, it was with you. That's right. Nah, sorry. maybe be twice. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, no. I'm <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I, I didn't say that. Bernard watched. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, he may have jumped in, Bernard, actually. No, oh, okay. I wasn't there, so I don't know. <laughs> well, first he yelled, cut 16. <laughs> <laughs> that's the wrong cut, Louis. Ah, <laughs> uh, come All on. Right. Let's just have the orgy and do it anyway. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, then we'll play cut 18. <laughs> well, you know which cut I meant. Uh, tomorrow is the Belmont Stakes, and every time is a big race, I only go to one guy. One guy, one guy only. And that's uh, Dick Girardi. Jimmy Shapiro does a good job of uh, providing me with Dick. But Dick has been the voice of the Derby, the Preakness, the Belmont Stakes for the better part of four decades. And I like him as a guy. He's a good guy. Well, here he is, my friend Dick Girardi, one day ahead of about 100,000 showing up at the Belmont Stakes. Good morning, Dick. Good morning, Stan. How are you? I'm great. You know, uh, the real story here has not been about the race because, as you and I talked about, there is no chance for a Triple Crown winner. With the air quality being so bad here in New York that the skies were actually orange two days ago, and the uh, air quality meter hit 480 when 300 or more is a natural disaster, the thought was they're not going to race uh, tomorrow. Bad for the horses, bad for the humans. Are we past that conversation? It looks like we are past. They're going to run today at Belmont Park. They trained this morning, and obviously subject to change, Sid, if it was like it was Wednesday or Thursday, there's just no way they could have run the races. But yeah, it does look like it's cleared up enough. Uh, I don't know what it's like in the city, but at Old Long Island, where Belmont Park is, it looks like it's going to be fine. Yeah, right now in the city, it's sunny, and uh, there's a little bit of a haze. We just don't know if the haze is <laughs> right. 
right? We don't know what the hell it is, if it's really haze, if it's still the smoke from the fires. But I got to tell you, Dick, I like horse racing. I do. And, I, and I'm honest with you. I'm not Hank Goldberg or Mike Francesa. God rest Hank's soul. I don't uh, you know, go to the track every day. I'm not checking up on Monticello and Finger Lakes. But I do like the big races. But I have to tell you, uh, what happened a couple of weeks ago at the Kentucky Derby, upwards of seven horses, I think, died that weekend in, in uh, maybe you'll correct me, I don't know, Lexington. And then issues with the Preakness as well. It seems like thoroughbred racing, especially over the Bob Baffert uh, suspension too, Dick, has gotten some really negative press the last year or so. And it's not like it's been doing great before that. Is that a fair statement? And if it is, are you worried about the future? It, it is a fair statement. Look, what happened at Churchill Downs, that when you have a, I mean, that many injuries at horses having to be euthanized at one time at America's most famous racetrack, look, that's going to be a story. It was extremely unusual. It's interesting. The numbers are actually down pretty dramatically across the country over the last three years, Sid. But there was a great piece, and I hope people got a chance to read it, uh, that Victor Mather wrote in the New York Times recently explaining why when racehorses get hurt, they can't be saved in some cases like humans could or even dogs just because of the nature of the animal. It's a terrific story, and I think it does explain what ha- what does happen. But, no, there's no way you can put a happy face on it. I'm not going to try, uh, but nobody in the game likes it. Uh, the big races are as big as they've ever been, uh, but you're not wrong that the rest of the sport has, certainly has some issues, and that's the biggest issue right now in the game because it's gotten outside of horse racing, and nobody wants to see animals hurt. They just don't, yeah. and that would certainly include me. Dick Girardi is coming on courtesy of my friends at betonline.ag. Check out BetOnline for the most up-to-date odds and props on the Belmont Stakes. Yeah, I hope they figure it out. I don't like seeing – I just had a guy in studio – who's a legitimate multimillionaire, Dick. And this guy works with people, small businesses, who got clobbered during COVID. And he's got a program out there that is getting these people tons and tons of money. But but he's also an animal lover. So he gives tons of money to shelters down in South Florida. And he's trying to have the horses from Central Park removed because he thinks what they do to them is um, is awful. He wouldn't really answer my question about horse racing necessarily. But he doesn't even like what they do with the horses in Central Park. So there seems to be this really big push to end the, the horse issue. It, it, look, it's out there. Anybody that denies it, people in the game understand it. Uh, again, the numbers, and nobody wants to hear it, but the numbers are down pretty dramatically the last three years because of much better protocols. If you remember Forte, the derby favorite, he got scratched the morning of the race. That would not have happened five years ago, Sid. Uh, that horse would have been allowed to race. Well, let me, let me tell you something. I'm glad you brought up Forte because that horse yep. is owned, as you know, Dick, by my dear, sure. dear, dear friend, Vinny Viola, who also owns the yep. Florida Panthers. And yep. that horse stepped on a pebble. He texted me at 930 in the morning, and he was he was crying. He was like, I've waited all my life for this. I got the best yep. horse in the race I can win. He said, but I will not. This is Vinny. I will not sacrifice the health of my horse for this race. It ain't going to happen. Right back to Vinny Viola. Yeah, no question. And, you know, Mike Rapoli is the other part owner. You know, yes. Everybody knows Mike up in New York, uh, pretty vitamin water, and, you know, they've done well. But, yeah, I think they're more interested in the welfare of their horse. They're not going to run their horse if there's any kind of a problem. And, of course, Forte is going to run tomorrow. But the pre-race exams and are much more scrutiny for the uh, so, yeah, again, what happened at Churchill Downs was very unusual that that many horses in that little bit of time 
But you know what they did? Sid? They actually have closed the meet at Churchill Downs because they couldn't come up with an explanation <laughs> and moved their meet to Ellis Park out in Western Kentucky. Wow. Because nobody could explain why it happened. Interesting. So they finally just said, well, wait a second. We don't know why it's happening. We just know it's happening. we got to stop this. So that's what they did. That's interesting. So tell me, you just uh, told everybody that may not know this because, again, there's not a triple crown at stake here, and maybe they're going to go to the Belmont or certainly bet it, but not following with closely that Forte, the overwhelming favorite, Vinny's horse and Mike's horse, to win the Kentucky Derby, uh, has not raced the first two legs, but I believe is the sixth horse tomorrow, and the morning odds, I think, are a nine to four. So once again, a prohibitive favorite. So how cool will it be for folks to watch this horse? How good is this horse? He's easily the most accomplished horse in the race. It's not even close. I mean, you know, he won four grade ones. He's a two-year-old champ. And, you know, he won the Florida Derby in the Fountain of Youth at Gulfstream. And who did he beat in those races? He beat Mage, who eventually won the Kentucky Derby. So there's no doubt about that. The issue, Sid, with Forte is he hasn't raced since April 1st. It wasn't by design, obviously. They wanted to run him in the Derby. They would have run him in the Preakness, but he had to be on a 14-day vets list. So he hasn't run in 10 weeks. This would be unprecedented for a horse to win the Belmont Stakes at a mile and a half off that kind of layoff. Todd Pletcher is one of the best to ever do this as a trainer. If he finds a way to win this race with Forte, and he's really good at winning the Belmont, this is going to be an all-timer. And by the way, Mage, of course, uh, not running tomorrow. Uh, Joan Antonucci, I think I said that correctly, female trainer. She's aiming for history tomorrow, yes? Yeah, Archangelo uh, trying to be the first female trainer to win any Triple Crown race and won the Peter Pan Stakes at Belmont, which is the big local prep. Looked pretty good doing it back on the 13th of May, so coming back after four weeks. And and Pletcher, we mentioned him with Forte. He actually has the horse I like the most in the race, Tappet Trice, the two. Uh, ran in the Derby, ran okay. Uh, has Did not go in the Preakness, son of Tappet. These Tappets win the Belmont Stakes like all the time, so I think Tappet Trice has a lot going for him in the race. And said you'll love this. One of my favorite bets of the weekend. It's it's on betonline.ag. It's one of the prop bets. Il Miracolo is the five. He's fifty to one to win the race, but he's two to one to finish last. He's going to finish last. Take the two to one. <laughs> I love that. Take Il Miracolo at two to one to finish last. Yeah, I think he said Tapatrice is the two. I believe Angel of Empire is the two, and Tapatrice is the eight. Is that not right? Yeah, Tapatrice is two. And- Oh, they must have the uh, the They're the right horses. Angel of Empire ran a very strong third in the Derby, and he's a Pennsylvania bred, so obviously has some interest in that. All right, so on the way out, Dick Girardi here once again, Bet Online AG, and even without a Triple Crown possibility, I had to bring Dick back because he's so good at this. Uh, you've been pretty good calling the first two races. You've had a winner in each of those exactas. What's going to happen tomorrow? Yeah, Tapa Trace is my pick. I think National Treasure, the Preakness winner, is going to run really well again. I'm going to try to beat Forte. Look, I'd love to see Vinny and Mike and Todd win the race, but, man, as good as this horse is, that is asking a whole lot. So, yeah, I'm going to do a kind of a 2-4 exact the box somewhere at Tapa Trice and National Treasure. 2-4. Hey, Dick Girardi, you've been uh, really amazing, as always, this uh, season. Enjoy the Belmont tomorrow, and let's find a way to get you back to talk about something. I don't care. You're that good. Thank you so much. You got it. Thanks, sir. God bless you. Dick Girardi.